It's Show Us Your Tips, Daggy and Beaver with you to look towards Stradbroke Day. Two big cards from Eagle Farm and potentially a dry around week, would you believe? Which is a bit exciting, Beaver. In the money again on Wednesday? Stopping us, mate. Uh, another good result um, on that on Wednesday, wasn't it? Um, yeah, you're going all right. I don't know how I started, but... Um, yeah, he p- picked a couple at a price and all the Queensland bets again home. So can't stop uh, the yeah. kid off. No, oh, I missed two, one. Two one, one ran second. Yeah. How good was Simba? He ran second. Oof. Yeah, Simba was outstanding. Um, I called Juni home, one at $10. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, it was all around a pretty, pretty fair day. Yeah, so uh, well done again. Uh, I wish Sinbra had gone down to Melbourne last week when it would have been double figures. That would have been very good because I don't think it would have yeah, been there either. Hard to beat. But uh, we, again, we're only as good as our last meeting, so we head into Stradbroke Day. Uh, do some housekeeping first. Jump on to progatracing.com.au to um, check out all the good stuff there. Form guides, news, uh, sign up to their mailing list to get notified of when... Uh, our shows come out twice a week, uh, and uh, subscribe on our socials, Facebook and Twitter. You can leave some feedback directly as we get into Eagle Farm, just pardon the dollhouse. Uh, we're all isolated with uh, COVID again, so just doing, a, doing yeah, it from Barbie's sure. back deck. Anyway, um, Eagle Farm, track should be good. Weather should be okay, I believe. So it should play pretty much rails out for me. This should play like it has the last few weeks, which has been okay. Don't yep. think there's been uh, any drama. Have a chance. Absolutely. So we kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,300 metres in the listed Oxlade Stakes Beaver. And how are we going to start the day? That's not the most inspiring start. No, the card does get better after this. It's not the most inspiring start. And... Uh... Sort of four horses here, uh, all in the market um, or under ten dollars. I've settled on um, Robusta from the Wallace Stable. I think it's just been racing in a little bit better quality than this, um, and hasn't been um, totally outclassed. It's Group Three at Gold Coast first up was less than two lengths uh, behind Natuna. Uh, that was a pretty good run. Stuck on well there. Stepped up two hundred last start. Uh, over 1,400 in a group two and got well out of its ground um, in the back half of the field and finished off okay again. Um, wasn't that overly too far away from him. Uh, third up here presents well, 1,300. I think that's okay for it. Drawn the two. Uh, could get the right run here and uh, Huey Bowman might uh, get us off to a good start. Yeah, nice find. I sort of found holes in everything I tried to go looking for. So... Didn't really have a bet to start the day. I might have something on the on Camatory right down the bottom there at um, at fifties, just because it's Chris Lee's and James McDonald at fifty to one in a two year old race. But I couldn't really get excited about a lot in the first. The second is the listed Wayne Wilson over the mile, where maybe I can't get too excited about things here. I I. Started by penning the lead up, the big boy Roy race. I said that race was rubbish going in, and I don't think much reason to change if no big boy Roy's going okay. Went looking for the stable mate, Bullfinch, three year old, uh, oh, five year old gelding, actually. I thought it was a girl, but uh, five year old gelding going well. It's been impressive in most of its runs of this preparation. Uh, light, lightly racing gets Willie Pike, so 
happy to be with it at the each way price here. Uh, from Kerwin's Lane, who I think hits a race that suits it quite well, actually. There's not a lot else here. Obviously, Beaver, what have you done? Yeah, no, I've come up with the other well-trained horse, Kubrick. Uh, got a nice locking for this. I thought um, last start uh, was doing its best work late over the 1,500. So I think the extra 100 here over it really suits. Uh, presents third up here. And uh, I know it was a few lengths off from last start, but if you go back and look at that, it, it's kind of looked to be a little bit under pressure on the turn, but the last 100, 200 to 100 um, really hit the line strong. Hopefully there's a bit of pace on here um, somewhere and it can run over the top of them. It's not a big field, so it doesn't have to weave past many, but uh, yeah, go back, have a look at that run and uh, I think you might be interested. Beautiful. Uh, race three is the group two uh, Brisbane Cup over the 3,200 metres. Uh, lots of old sluggers here. What have you done? Yeah, lots of old sluggers here. I've settled on through Irish Eyes. Uh, it's been ultra consistent of late. I think it gets presented here with its best opportunity. It is the, the most uh, lightly raced horse here. Um, and therefore, I think it's probably got the, the most upside. Uh, last start was pretty good um, in a in a much better quality race than this, uh, carried 58 behind point and a P and gets into this with the, the, the 53, uh, which, which will really suit it. Um, yeah, I think this sets up really nice for through Irish eyes. Might be mad, but I've, I found sweet Thomas on top, uh, hit the line. Well, last week, uh, out or two weeks back out to 32 suits back on a dry track. I think's a key has uh, been stuck on wet tracks for a long time. Uh, a while between wins, but uh, on top of you, I know, I know, I know. But I, I couldn't, I just couldn't get excited about through Irish eyes. It goes round and round and round, but does get Jamie Carr. And I'm forgiving Splendid. had 12 starts. I know, and it goes round in all of them. Feels like a. I should be over jumps. Anyway, um, I'm forgiving Splendiferous the start two back where it's stuck outside lead for 2,800. So maybe can peak getting. Um, Maybe the peak here getting control of this race and uh, they'll all walk around and it might hold in the lead, but uh, not a race I'm going to be charging into, let's be honest. Race four, I don't know if anyone's charging in this one because I'm still looking for the pace in it, but Gunsin Classic is a group three over a mile. Race four, struggled a little bit with this because, as I said, I don't think there's much pace here. So I was sort of specking maybe Hugh Bowman can roll forward and lock Eagle and uh, and lead this uh, led it's led a few times uh, in its career over shorter. If it does get control, I think it's gonna be hard to beat. But the four all tied together here, um, probably any one of them can win it. So I'm a bit a bit unsure about which way to go. Did you have any better clarity? Um, look, I I settled on two. Lock Eagle was one of them, um, but I just put Kiss some on top. Yeah, it was good last uh, start. Purely because I think it's it was pretty good last start, and I think it might just have a little bit of a class edge on some of these. Uh, was second in the Group Three, and you go back, it ran a really good second behind Kinlock at Ramwick. Uh, prior to that, uh, another second at Newcastle, and uh, prior to that, it ran seventh, four lengths behind Enema um, in February, um, which I think probably lines up quite well for a race like this. Mm -hmm. um, so it's got form behind, you know, even Paul Eel and, and horses like that. So for a race like this, I think um, Kiss Sun gets its chance here to win and it's been ultra consistent of late. So uh, Saturday is the day. Um, 
for Kiss Sun. Beautiful. Race number five is over the 1,200 metres, a listed race here. What have you done, Beaver? Yeah, good little affair here. Uh, tricky race. Uh, I've settled on Blondeau. Uh, okay. I think it presents well here third up. I think it's come back this prep uh, in pretty good order. It was a um, great run at Gosford when it uh, sat on the rails and got, got the run through, finished powerfully, and then, um, yeah, exploded to the line last up, uh, just over length behind Soxagon, uh, which, you know, is, is a sneaky chance in the Stradbroke later in the day. So if Blondo is going as well as I think it is, it can run an almighty race here. I found the stable mate, but I think there's the two chances. Uh, I think the Tycoonus lead up might. I, I'm saying the Soxagon forms the form, uh, which is what he found. He was very unlucky in that race. Probably should have been the finished with them. And I agree, Soxagon will get to that. Is a is a chance in the Stratty. So uh, I've, I'm just going with Tycoonus on top from Blondo. I think the more I think about this race, the more I think there might only be two chances. So. Um, Maybe back to Rangers as third pick, but uh, that is probably all I've got to say here. Race number six is the $1.2 million 2200 Wait for Age Group 2 Q22. Say all that fast. Uh, look, I've ended up with Waiter on top. Obviously, went straight past Zaki last time. Uh, looks hard to beat. Am I overly enthused about Karen McAvoy? Not really, but in a $1.2 million race, he'll do the job well enough uh, from the horse that just missed behind at Maximal, uh, who looks to maybe have come back well, full prep under its belt in Australia. I think this is a very long tail for a $1.2 million race, Beaver. Yeah, I think you could be right. Uh, Maximal, I'm not quite sure of yet. Um, it's only won the one from 12, uh, and last start was good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a bit of a question mark there. Hoiter I've had to have on top, uh, but certainly the main danger is hopeful. Um, I think I think it's got some, some room for improvement in it. It uh, was well found last start. They backed it in uh, and it got home. Under heavy conditions, I think it'll, it'll be better suited here um, in the slightly better going. And I think it's a horse on the way up. So I think... Uh, you want to you want to save on that? Yeah, it was. I think there's a bit of a spruik about it around too. So interested to see that. First of the group ones on the card is a two year old mile racer, JJ Atkins. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, I think there's. It comes down to the two that fought it out last start, um, sharp and smart, and political debate. Um, I back political debate and tipped it, so I'm I'm going to stick strong there. Um. I thought it was good enough there, and uh, I think it's good enough here. Uh, I don't think, you know, the, 16, the jump out to 1,600, it's slightly raised horse. It's only had the three starts, so I think it's still a progressive type. And I know probably Sharp and Smart is being backed in to be slightly favourite, but I think if political debate um, was held up a little bit um, in its run last start, and I think if it gets out and pings earlier, it probably wins that race a little bit more comfortably and and starts a, a clear favourite here. So um, not too worried about that. Gate 8 is fine, and it's got the J-Mac on board. I went looking for the filly here. She's a belter. Uh, dry track stuff's all really good. It's only two misses have been on the Sydney bogs. 
Uh, really impressive. Last time reeling in the runaway leader. I like the uh, I like the, for this in a Stradbroke outside gates, looking to get some clear air down the outside. So sort of found it on top. Uh, from the horse that just finished behind the other two you mentioned, Ringmaster. Can't believe it's fifty to one. Um, we'll be having something on that. The trip, the up in trip will help it here. Uh, obviously, it has a couple of lengths turn around on the the two that beat at home last time, but. Uh, right stable, and um, I think the miles sets up perfectly. And a sneaky bet as well on Basquate inside gate. Uh, and just coming through the different form lines has been kept away from some of the other stuff. Waller's pretty good at producing the T-Rods at the right time. Over mile again, you probably get uh, you know double high double figures there. So just having a I'd couple of throws at the stumps there. What's that? I'd want the double figure for Basquate. Fair enough. No. No, fair. Mm. Uh, we get to. I think you're right, but I think Ringmaster's a better chance than it. Absolutely, at the price for sure, for sure, in turn. Because uh, it went right back to last in that big race and it was hitting the line quite well. Uh, so we will, uh, I guess we'll know more, but uh, definitely have to have a ticket on Ringmaster. Put it this way, my best result in the race would be Ringmaster. Race eight, what a cracker. This is the Stradbroke, Group One over the 1400 metres. Uh, where? What have you found here? Take your pick. Yeah, how tricky? How tricky is this race here? Um, it's a great field for for a Stradbroke uh, this time of year. It's a, an open field with uh, you know fives the field. Uh, only two horses under double figure odds, and so uh, if you can find the winner, you'll be doing okay. You can probably back a few here and uh, still have a really really good result. Uh, look, I've settled on Ayrton. Um, the gate 19 uh, worried me, uh, but as I, as I went through the form, I just thought it's the best horse in the race here. I think it's, you know, any of these horses that are drawn out wide, uh, Alligator Blood, Rothfire, uh, some of these, Startontes, Brooklyn Hustle, they're all drawn off the track here, um, so they're all going to need a little bit of luck. But I just think Ayrton is, is the best horse in the race. Um, it's the up-and-comer. Um, I think that... The drier track certainly will suit a uh, good track. It's, uh, it's won six of its eight races on a good track and the other two placings, so it's only bombed out on, in a heavy, and that was last start. So I'm willing to put a line through that. Um, and and it was a race won by Zaki at the Gold Coast, so I'm hoping it can bounce back. Uh, but outside of that, plenty of chances. 11-11's going well. Um, uh you know, there's a few horses here that, you know, Isotope, um, hopefully it can bounce back to form. I thought it was a certainly a sneaky chance. Now it gets drawn better here. Um, and Soxicon, um, it'll run well again. Uh, it's it's probably drawn uh, suitably there in gate 11 and probably gets the right run here. So I think it can, it can well figure in the finish here. But uh, for me on top, Ayrton, uh, the two main dangers, uh, Soxagon, and isotope. Uh, don't worry about the wide gates because these big handicaps, you, you'd want the wide gates. You want them coming down the outside if the tracks, all things are equal. Uh, so yeah, you've, you've covered off Ayrton. I, I think Sox, I've got Sox gone on top. I think at the price, it's won both the lead ups uh, and been very good in doing so. And uh, you're getting yeah the best part of 20 to 1 here. Uh, from Brooklyn Hustle, I know I'm mad, but. Widest gate, outside fence, Craig Williams, if it's ever going to win a race, again, could set up here, but uh, 
Probably should have gone through the Gold Coast breeding cells. Not a lot was already been sold to Rosemont. Uh, anyway, we might not see much. We might be a mum very soon, but outside gate, last row at the stumps. Again, high double figures. And right down the bottom of the weights, I assume it's coming here because it's got a jockey if it gets a start. But Frankie Pino is going quite well. And um, I think it'll win in Sydney if it starts there. But if it's up, if it turns up here uh, with no weight on its back, it could be flashing home too. But plenty of chances, a great race. Uh, I'm not envious if you're trying to crowbar all of these into the Quaddy Beaver. Good luck with that. All right, we'll finish the day with a nice easy one. The Thanks, Dane, Matt. No worries. The Dane Ripper uh, finishes the day where Naj Marty is absolutely flying. Uh, super impressive last time out here. Similar setup, uh, similar field, and I think around the $3 marks a nice enough bet to finish the day. You can forgive Voldpine stuck outside lead on that pace last time out. I think it'll improve. Uh, and a couple of the sneaky ones you can throw into your quaddies, Let's Be Glam and maybe Maria Mia, but um, I think pretty keen on Najmadi in the last. Yeah, I've got nothing else to add there, mate. Um, I really like Najmadi as well, flying at the moment. Um, it, it spread her wings last start. It was fantastic. Um, and the start before that was pretty impressive at Caulfield, so I think it can... It can sit probably a little bit handier in this. Um, still, still nicely weighted at the fifty-five, and there should still should be enough pace on here for it to um, finish over the top of these. Awesome. Do you want to have a crack at the quaddy now, Eagle Farm quaddy? Yeah, Eagle Farm quaddy. Here we go. Uh, in market order, I've got numbers three, waiter, nine, maximal, and eleven, hopeful. In the second leg, I've gone number four, political debate, number 10, sharp and smart, and number 13, ringmaster. Skinning up, I like it. Yep. Got to make some space. Uh, as we come to the strat broke, yeah, for the stratty, I'm going number four, 11, 11, number 11, Etten. Number 15, Isotope. Number one, Private Eye. Number six, Soxagon. Number 18, Star Tontes. And number seven, Emerald Kingdom. Cool. And to finish off in the last, I'm going number 15, Naj Marty. And number five, Enchanted Heart. Ooh, nice and skinny in the last. Good stuff, Beaver, for progroupracing.com.au. Have you got a best and value from Eagle Farm? Yeah, my best comes up in race nine, number 15, Najmati. I think I'll be winning the last, hence why I've gone a little bit skinny there. And my value bet comes up in race two, number four, Kubrick. Uh, yeah, I thought Najmati was obvious to finish today, but I've gone with uh, I'm, I'm going with Bullfinch. I think it can run well. Uh earlier in the day and I'll make my value at the very big odds a ringmaster in a two-year-old race I think it's uh, well over the odds and uh, hopefully with a bit of luck we might have a bit of result there we head to Roundwick where we are going to be on a dry track I think we might even get to good by tomorrow the rails in a three meter mark first it'll be the first good track since the 5th of February in Sydney I believe that on a Saturday but uh 
the last time, the last time we had a setup like this on a, on a good track would have been in December last year. So, wow. Uh, Thanks to the form hard. Exciting to 100% it does. So plant, there could be a, a few jump out of the ground here. Uh, so give us, and it's not an easy card by any means either. So uh, let's see how this all pans out. But uh, exciting to be back on top of the ground as we kick off with the highway. I think, by the way, I think it will play running line. Uh, if all things have been equal, you want to be running on by the end of the day. Kick off with the highway at 11 o'clock over the 1,500 metres. Uh, have you poked your, your toe in the water early? Yeah, I just had to go here at the, the highway and I've settled on number two. Okay. I'm not. No, that's fine. Number two is Step Lee. Um, I think this horse has been going pretty good at the moment um, and I like the way it finished off at Scone. It was a, a really nice win over the 1,500 metres. Uh, so same distance here. I think it'll be in the running line, um, as you state, and previous to that uh, was pretty good. So I think it can uh, – Northern brings it to town here, and I think it can run well. Yeah, I don't have much to add there. Um, race two at 1,100 metres, two-year-old, is very uh, – an interesting race. Uh, I think there's two clear chances, uh, and the market reflects that, but – I'm just going with Amelia Rom uh, Romana. Uh, returned with a nice win at Goulburn. Comes here, bit of a claim for Tyler Schiller. Trials leading up were good as well. Uh, I think that's one of them. And the obvious is Midnight in Tokyo, who ran Natuno to um to half ahead or so, and gets Kathy O'Hara. So there's that. Uh, but I think they're the two, and uh, you can probably get away back in both at the current prices. What have you done? Yeah, I got two, but I had one slightly different. I, I settled on Amelia Romagna as well, but I thought the main danger was Vegas Raider uh, from the Pfeiffer stable. Uh, trialled well uh, prior to going out at Scone as well and uh, won quite quite well there. Uh, again, running home quite hard and then has since trialled at Randwick um, and, and did enough in that to show that it can run well again after being freshened up here, so I think it's a it's a knockout chance as well. Yeah, absolutely. I um I just wasn't sure if it was in the best part that was maybe flatted in the best part of the track last time, but did win well at Scone. Uh, I thought, yeah, third pick if uh, if I had to line them all up. Race number three over the twelve hundred meters benchmark seventy eight. Uh, plenty of first uppers here. Could you split them? Uh, I stuck with the the one that's third up, Queen Bellissimo. Uh, both runs this this time in have been quite nice. Uh, hung on quite well last start, uh, less than a length behind Rubitar, and I think about four or five horses went across the line together there. Uh, the last race on that day, um, it was a pretty good affair. I think American President ran third in the same race, so I think it can. It can improve here, I think, back on top of the ground. It's had six starts in the good for three wins and three placings. Uh, goes well at this distance, and I think uh, probably gets pretty much control here and therefore could yep. be the one to run down. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and I think Dylan Gibbons going on is a, a, a good thing for it as well. So I agree. I am forgiving Rainbow Connection. I just stuck on the inside uh, last start on a heavy track with uh, first up after a year. So I think can improve, you know, drawn outside now. 
and is a talented horse, uh, at least it used to be, I think. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, gap back to Tamerlane, who, who fresh blue colours and will run well as well. The midway is race four, and it's another one of the big, deep midway fields we, we seem to get every Saturday. Uh, over 1,200 metres, nothing I really want to stamp. I'm, I'm giving Calgary Queen another chance here. I think Stair was going well, just um, had a few issues last start. Can forgive that uh, outside gate, probably roll forward here, and uh, Reese Jones uh, takes a bit of weight off as well. Double figures, uh, hopefully gets a nice running line with a bit, fair bit of pace up front there, and um, can give you a bit of a sight. Moon Reader from the same, same stable has um, been good this prep, uh, so yeah, two ticks for wit up there, but uh, I'm sure the race doesn't end there. Who have you found? Uh, mate, I stayed clear of it, to be totally honest. I couldn't um, couldn't business, split all yeah. this form up, and I, th- yeah, I just thought it was a bit too tricky, and I thought there was better races on the card to have a betting. Fair call, too. Uh, the mile uh, for the Phillies and Mares benchmark 78, is this one of them? It's a good race, this one. Yeah. Um, I think there's there's plenty of chances in this. I think there's probably any of the top seven you could back and, um, uh, you know, back a couple of them. I did in the end settle on Niffler. Um, I thought it was outstanding last start. I thought it won pretty hard held. Uh, gets a two kilo claim here, third up. Uh, it's never been out of a placing this horse and I just think uh, it's stepping through the grades nicely. Um, so the claim carries a little bit less than last start, but it, it got the right run last start. Uh, drawn five here probably sets up quite nicely here as well, just off the pace. Um, some of these others might want a little bit more pace on, and therefore it might just get the sit and be too nippy for them. Um, but I certainly thought uh, flexible at $15 um, was a chance as well. Uh, gets a claim and has a real powerful finishing burst and uh, was pretty good first up at Eagle Farm and gets back here to Sydney uh, probably again where the track is a little bit drier and uh, hopefully more suitable but uh, might be looking for further um, and second up here may not be the right right for it but um, could run on over the top of them. Yeah, I found Niffler as well. I thought it was a nice enough win last week. Uh, quick back up. And this uh, sets up similarly uh, from this. I didn't know what to do with the stable mate fine point. Maybe best part of the track, but it was very impressive. 10 day back up. Uh, will run well again, I think. Inside gate. We'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, but I think, I, I think I'll probably end up playing the race backing Niffler and Nothing Sweet About Me, uh, which is a nice return. Uh, if we can lead there, Reagan Bayless might be one of the go-to jockeys on the card and if you're getting seven, eight, nine dollars around it, depending how the track does set out, it could get a, a loose lead here and be strong like it was last start. But um Niffler on top. Uh for me. Benchmark seventy eight over the thousand is race six where I have uh oh, I'm with Siege, I really like the resumption there. Uh, very soft win through the line at Gosford. Again, should get, should get a similar run, drawn the right way to chime in and hopefully run away from these. Uh, doesn't end there, though, but uh, I, I'm with Siege. I think the horse that I thought was over the odds, but maybe a bit short right now, is Hulk. It hasn't won for a couple of <laughs> couple of years. But um, both runs this prep have been good. Reagan Bayless 
And last time it did win, it was 1,100 back to 1,000. So it might just uh, find itself in the right spot by accident here. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, 100%. I, I really like Siege. I think it sets up here well. And I think the $4 is is quite juicy odds at the moment. Yeah. Um, be surprised if it starts that. And as you said, um, maybe that's because its first up win was at Gosford. But, geez, it won easy. Um, and the shorter straight you know, exploded, uh, more suited here at Ramwick, I think. Uh, good track and uh, all things going well. Seats should be hard to beat. Absolutely. Uh, the Quaddy kicks off over the mile with, uh, well, this handicap here. Uh, I'm sticking with Art Cadeau. It chimed in well back to Ramwick and uh, was very impressive. Last start back out to a mile suits. Loves the track. Um and Kathy hopefully just has to get it to the outside and will come steaming home. And really was the only one I went looking for. Knight of Power's been okay. Um, unlucky last start. Uh, yeah, and that's about it for me. But have we got anything to add? No, I'm on Knight Cadell as well. Uh, really like this. Um, a bit confused, actually, why it's $7 why in the market so where it comes to a trip. Well, it comes to a track, you know, it's got outstanding career form. It comes to this track, it's won four out of five, and it was placed the other one. Uh, handles the good. Uh, it's won $1.5 million, this horse. Um, next closest in this field is about 500000 um, which is Oscar's Zulu. So it's set up here. The gate 11 suits, it can get to wherever it wants as long as it gets enough cover. Um, it should be okay. And just raced in better class, you know, it's right, raced in Group 3 company, this preparation and this company, and hasn't been disgraced, finished third and fifth. Um, look, that could for me. Yeah, it, it was easy to find. Uh, race 8 is a listed, the listed Bob Charlie over 1,100 metres. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, tricky little affair here. I've several on Mr. Mosaic, um, second up. I think I don't think there's a lot of pace in this race, and I think uh, it might be able to get control here, um, or just off the pace. Uh, prime candidate might go forward and and set the pace, um, but I think it it can just sit uh, on the pace or just off the pace and uh, get the right run. Dragonstone's been good, but I'm just not sure it's a winner, um, and for that reason, Mister Mosaic for me. Yep, same. Um, and with Mr. Mosaic as well. Uh, yeah, Darius Annie is a danger. I have concerns when they have a quick backup and a trip back up from from Melbourne. Uh, you know, the trainers tend to say that that's a run in itself. The the truck the truck ride. So, um, slight concern there. Uh, but I thought Mr. Mosaic, if all the reasons you said, gets control. Uh, Reese Jones knows the horse well, and it's a winner. So, um, was an easy easy horse for me to find here. Uh, 1300 meter benchmark 94 is race nine on the card uh, where I'm with uh, if it's here I'm here with Frankie Pino I think she's going really well great resumption at Warnable uh, really big run in the group one at Goodwood last start and uh, gate 11 hopefully can just chime in and run away and beat a lot of these uh, well less talented horses shall we say I think uh if it's here, well, I'll put it this way, I'm backing it in the Stradbroke, so if it's here, I'm definitely backing it at the $7.50. Uh, if it's not, uh, I, 
you know, don't really have a lot to add to be honest. If it's not, I, I, I might have something on on the lead at a big price, but um, yeah, ha- hoping she is. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to. I think Frankie Pino's a, a huge chance. I'm going to back the Keen. Uh, resuming here again. I think uh, the gate eleven suits uh, be a scratching or two here. Bullfinch is already out. Um, so I think this sets up really nice. And if you go back to its first up, right, it's one, two from three, first up. Uh, it's been in the placings three out of three here at this track. And if you like Frankie Pino, looking beat it. First up, last yeah. start, last time in, over 1,400 at Flemington uh, and beat it well. So for me, looking uh, obvious choice here. Tortures me, looking that horse. Anyway, um, race 10, benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres, finishes the day. Uh, how, are you, how are you heading home? Yeah, I'm going to uh, finish off here with the favourite crosstalk. Uh, I think I've got it clearly on top here. Love the way it resumed last start. Uh, well found in the market. Uh, gave nothing else a chance. Uh, prior to that, trialled really well. And last time in, showed enough ability um, in its four starts to... Um, have it clearly on top here. Absolutely. On top for me, uh, dominant resumption. Uh, it's It'll be better for it here. And uh, clearly on top from JoJo was a man who was given very little chance. Last start, he's come back quite well. And uh, and back to Kanazawa, who's, who's, uh, who's going okay. So uh, I guess I've got to do a quarty, don't I? Race seven kicks you off do. the quaddy, where I will go number one, Art Cadeau. Number number 11, Knight of Power. And I thought about even throwing Star Spangled Rodeo in at a big price with the blinkers going on for the first time, but I'm, I'll stick to one and 11. Uh, race eight is one, Mr. Mosaic, and six... Ah, uh, two, two, sorry, Mr. two, Mr. Mosaic. Six, Dragonstone, and 11, Authentic Jewel. Third leg, one, Frankie Pino. Two, True Detective. Four, Lakeen. Seven, Lord Ardmore. Ten, on the lead, 13, Cold Crusher. And the last leg will come home with one, Cafe Royale. Four, Blesk. Seven, Crosstalk. Eight, Dynamic Impact. And nine, uh, sorry, leave Dynamic Impact out. We'll go nine, Jojo was a man, and 15, Kanazawa. For progroupracing.com.au, I'll make my best at Randwick Siege. And my value, should she be here, Frankie Pino? If not, uh, well, either way, Art Cadeau's value, I think, as well. Beaver, what are you doing? Yeah, I uh, don't know if this is a moment or not, but I'm also going race six, number nine, Siege. I think it presents uh, very well for this race and good value. And my value bet is Art Cadeau. Oh, look at race seven, number one. We're in lockstep Ring at the bell. Ranwick. Uh, give us strength. Have you looked around the rest of Australia? Have you had time to see anything? Yeah, I have. I've had a, I had a quick squeeze in Melbourne. I found a few in Melbourne, actually, that I think um, can run quite well. Uh, resuming in race two, number six, the Gouch. I think it can be super hard to beat. Mm. I think um, race five, number two, Curve Royale. I think it'll be winning around the $4.50 mark. Pretty happy with that. Race six, number three, Gate Crash. Uh, I think it 
it'll win the, the distance race. And in the last, uh, the resuming the Graves uh, yeah. around 450. Got a few there. So if you back those and even one of those wins, you'll finish in front on the day. Just flicking through now. Looks a good little card. Actually, I hadn't had time to, to look at Melbourne. But um, looks some good betting. Good job, Beaver. Good punning this weekend, mate. Uh, and Thank good you, luck sir. to all the punters. We will talk to everyone uh, on uh, Tuesday night with our midweek preview or Wednesday morning. And uh, check out progetracing.com.au for much more. Take care, guys, and we'll talk soon.